from outside of the Tchum, also, then it's prohibited to eat them on Yontav. But something which is being brought for this particular Jew, another Jew is permitted to use it. So even though that if the Goy traps it on Yontav, that would be prohibited even for another Jew. But as far as the Yisur Tuchumim, the Chachamim did not prohibit only for the person that it was brought for them. The Gemara goes back now to deal with the capturing, trapping the uh, Balechaim with which we started to speak of. One who closes up the duct of water so that the closes the duct so now of Yomtev uh, from before Yomtev so that no fish should enter there on Yomtev and and then on Yomtev he goes and he gets up early and he finds fish in there mutorin those fish are permissible because they must have been there because from before Yomtev because the uh, duct was closed and nothing could have come in. From the words of our master, our teacher, the Rav, who says that closing up the duct is considered that you prepared the fish even though you had not actually done anything with the fish himself. You just closed the duct. Nilmud, we can learn from this that if you have a animal of the wild who made for herself a nest to give birth in the pardis in the orchard and she gave birth um, so then does not require to prepare those babies even though he hadn't done anything to prepare them themselves, the babies themselves Amram Nachman, Nachman who is also a student of Rav and a colleague of Rav Chizda, Nofal Chavrin, Berav Revesa, that Rav Chizda, our friend, Rav Chizda, referring, Rachman is referring to Rav Chizda, our friend has stumbled here in the Rav Revesa, he put his head, stuck his hand into a large machlokes, and questions that are going to be asked of him in the base Medrash. The Gemara is going to explain why in a minute. Ikud Amri, Others say that it wasn't Rabbi Chiz that said it, but Amar Abba Rabbuna. Rabbuna, Abba Rabbuna said that Medivrei Rabbeinu Nilmot Chai Shikirinu Befardetzin Etzrichazim that from what Rav said we learned that the Chaya that has nested in the Pardes does not require preparation. And if that was, if it was Rabbi Rabbuna said it, then Amar Abnachman Nofal Bar Chavrin the son, the son of our friend because uh, Rav Huna, who was Rabbi's father, Rabbi Barab Huna, uh, he was uh, a student of Rav, and he was a friend of Rav Nachman, and in this case he said, Novel Bar Chavrim that the son of our friend has fallen into a big disagreement. What is the problem? Because Hosom, Loiko Ovid Maise, over there, 
by the animal that has nested in the pardis, he hasn't done a preparation from before Yonta, but hocha by the uh, by the duct of water covid meisem, because he's doing an act because stuff closing up the uh, entrance to the water was to prepare those fish there. So we cannot learn from this to just permit in the case where you have a chaya, an animal that has nested in the pardus. Besides that, the Gemara asks from the Braisa, and does a chaya that has nested in the pardus not require preparation? But we learned in the Braisa, chaya that a Chaya, wild animal that has nested in the pardes requires needs to uh, prepare uh, the the person needs requires a preparation in order to use it on yontif. V'tziper droir and I have a wild bird that he prepared from before yom to eat it. So the chlik should be You must actually even tie it by its wing as a sign so that it should not be uh, mistaken and switched for uh, its mother, which is also a small bird, and they can look alike. And this is a testimony that they testified in the name of Shmaiva Battalion. So we see clearly uh, that uh, the Chaya does require uh, Zimun. The uh, one answer to you. So this is take a challenging question of Chizda or Rabbi Barabuna, whoever said that statement. But now the Gemara says, "Umi zimun." Why does the Brayses take say that the Chayish Kinnun needs zimun? But Vatanya, but we learned in the Brayse when it talks about the Mishnah on Yudam Adalif with regards to uh, preparing pigeons from before Yom Tov. Uh, so we have Bisham Bisila, whether you need to shake or it's enough to say. So, uh, according to all opinions, you have to prepare. It's just a matter how. Amr of Shimon Alozor made him Bisham Bisila, that Bisham Bisila agree, Al Shiz Minon, Besecha Kane, Umotso, Lifnea Kinsha Suri. That if he prepared them from before Yontov inside the nest, and then on Yontov he finds them on the. Uh, on the board which is in front of the uh, nest, assuming they're prohibited because we worry that maybe those that he prepared flew away and these are others. So it says, When do we say that you require preparation from before Yontus, those are uh, pigeons of the wild that nest in the, in, 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 in the nest or in the attics, uh, and those birds that are nesting in the tefichim on the small uh, small metal uh, uh, tin uh, tin play tin tin play pieces, and in a bira uh, in the open area where they're there, uh, the person is assumed not to really have in mind. That he's going to use them, so it's not as mon. 
But on the other hand, ducks and chickens that are in his yard, the soys and those homing pigeons that are in his house, or Vakayashkinabapardis, it says clearly also an animal, a wild animal that has nested in the pardis before you they're permitted, you don't need to prepare them. Because all these are not lacking the capturing them and he has them in mind. And further up, Shemilozer said, as far as Zimun, with Tzipar Deroir, and this wild Tzipar, when you prepare it from before Yontif, so you need to tie it by its wing as a sign, so that you don't exchange for its mother, because they're similar to each other. And those that are tied with their wings, which is the sign of their preparation, and one those that were shaken, and he recognized them without a sign, so if it's bevedes ubebotim ubi sichin ubemoides on the uh, in the pits in the houses or in the square or in the caves, then you can mutarim. You can take them on yontif. But v'ivelonis asurim. But those that are on the trees are prohibited to take on yontif, even if they fell by themselves. Shema yale v'yitlish because he might go up to the tree in order to bring him down, and then he's going to be detaching things from the uh, connection to the ground or to the tree. But those who are tied, those who have been shaken, who are ownerless, even if they're not in the domain of the one who tied them or shaked them, Asurim, Mishum Gezel, they would be prohibited even during the weekday because that's robbery, because the person who tied them or the person who shook them has the one, has the rights because he has already acquired them from Hefker. So this is Rav Shimon Loza and the Braise. But nevertheless, we see clearly in the Braise that Achaya, that nests in the parties, does not require Zimun. How come the Braise, the Shemayi Vatan, says you need Zimun? So Amr Rav Nachman said, Rav Nachman It's not a question because Ho, here the Braise of Rav Shimon Loza is talking about Bo. He's talking about the baby that's very small and can't run away. And therefore, he has that in mind, and it doesn't require zimun. But the but the brayz of Shmaya Italian that says that you need zimun, he's talking about beima, but the mother, because since she is large and she can run away, so it requires zimun. So the gemara ima bezimun sagelo, just preparing is sufficient. But then you're still lacking; you didn't trap it yet. You say the mal yusa boy requires a full uh, trapping. We're both talking in both prices about the daughter, which is uh, which is a small one and she cannot run away. But the the price of Shimon Lozer is talking about about a garden which is close to the city. So probably he knew before Yontev and he had a mind and he doesn't need the preparation. But ho, the price of Shimon Italian is talking about talking about a garden which is not next to a city. So since he didn't know from before Yontev. He doesn't have it in mind and requires preparation. Next, we'll do the next Mishnah. If you have an animal who's in danger and he's worried that she might die, he should not shecht her on So he wants to uh, make sure that he's going to lose the meat, he's going to die, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be uh, no good anymore. Elohim. Unless he has time during the daytime on Yontav to eat from the animal, at least a kizayis soli, a size of an olive, at least roasted, which is the quickest way to cook it. So then, so in order not to lose his, the money, the whole value of the animal, he's allowed to 
go ahead and shecht it. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Afilu even if there's no time to roast it at all. So, uh, but the only time he has to eat a size of a raw size of an olive. And even if he doesn't have time to skin the animal, he can eat it, from the area which he shechted, because that has already been skinned over there. If he shechts the, the endangered animal who's going to die in the field because he was worried that it may die before he can bring it to the city, before he comes to the city, and he shechted it wherever it is, so he cannot carry it at home, carrying it on his shoulder with a stick of a moito, because that's a public way and that's a desecration of the Shabbos. But he can bring limb by limb, small pieces at a time. That's the mission of the Gemara. That the Torah articulates the skinning and the carbon uh, by and 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 and, and cutting up to the pieces by the carbon oil, because the pasuk in Vayikra Perek Alvov, the pasuk of there says Yishtes Oil Nitachaisel Nitachal. So who had din lekatzovim that the same thing we can learn for butchers when you uh, eat not the hagdish but the ordinary people. What are we learning? That the Torah teaches us the the right way, the proper conduct is that a person should not eat meat prior to skinning the animal and the nituach and cutting it up to pieces. So what is it that you're coming to teach us here? If we're coming to say that it's prohibited halachically and it's only it's only the proper conduct. Then that would be excluding from Rabuna. Because that a behema during its lifetime is assumed that it is uh, that it's also during its lifetime, and therefore. If there is a suffix, whether she was shechted or not, it remains osur because it was osur, and the question is, did it become mutter? So it, it, it maintains the chazaka, the status that it had before. Until you can find out with what it was shechted. But if it was nishchato, once it was properly shechted, then it's assumed that now it's been established that it's a she's permitted, you can eat it. Because a ordinary behema is not considered to be a trefus. And if you find a hole, a puncture in the lung or in the intestines, and you can s- sort of hang to say that it happened after the shechit, make it kosher, or maybe it happened before the shechit and osir, then we still, then we place it on the chazaka before, as the status was before the soccer, the before the sofik, and therefore it's permissible. Until you know for sure that it's a Vaday Trefa. So, let us say that Rambar Amma is coming to disagree and say that even after the animal shechted, it's not a Cheskes Heter, you're not allowed to eat it until you skin it and you verify that it's not a Trefa. So, what's it? no, we cannot say that we're not, not Masdising Ravuna. But we learned the Mishnah that supports, goes like Ravuna, who says that after you shechted it, it's assumed that it's hated it. Now, for we learned in the Mishnah, 
with regards to an endangered animal. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, even to eat a raw size of an olive from the area where they shechted, you can uh, you can shecht already to eat that. So my love is then not Rabbi Akiva coming to say that uh, 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 even uh, before uh, which means that it's the area was shechted, which is been skinned, and uh, you see clearly that even before uh, the hefshet and the nituach, you can you can go ahead and eat it. You don't have to go ahead and skin the animal or cut it up pieces before you're 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 eating it. The one says like no, Rabbi doesn't mean the place of the shechita, but it means mimokim shtevachas achiloso from the place where she shechts up her food, which means that's the intestines that the food over there is cut up and it's digested. And there, specifically after the skinning and the cutting, and therefore we can say that Rav Bacham is coming to exclude from Huna. The Gemara says, no, but Rav Chia, but Rav Chia learned to explain that Mishnah, that it means actual Mokam Tukhasa. But rather, Rav Rabba, 